today's best and tomorrow's greats. It's time for Cranked Up Country. This is Cranked Up Country. Heard on all the great stations across the nation. We want you to find us on social media. Go to crankedupcountryradio.com. I have to introduce Mr. Brad Hennington. How you doing, sir? Oh, doing great. Curtis, I have been practicing, and I have memorized the song, and I've, I've got a song to sing for you. Oh, I can't wait. All right, here goes. L-G-B-T-Q-R-S plus sign T-2-C-E-F-U-O-P-D-P-2. Any other letters that describe you. Now I know my deviance. Next time, please unzip my pants. (laughs) Did you you really say DP-2 in there somewhere? I think you did. I think it's in there. Yeah. I think it's in there. Oh my gosh! Yeah, don't don't uh, Urban Dictionary that anybody. <laughs> yeah, just stay away from that one altogether. You don't want to even know. Man, it's been a long time, Brad. We've been gone for a few weeks. We've been doing shows. We've been all over the place. You flew into the mainland. We've had a good time. Um, before we get into all of that, though, tell me what's on the show this week. On the show this week, we'll change the language so that we don't hurt anyone's feelings. We'll recap the craziness and fun that we had at Hogfest. Then stick around for Wilder Kingdom. We ain't bull pooping your trailer park trash. The joke of the week and the Cranked Up Country Top 25 Weekly Countdown. When did we start getting all these segments, Brad? I remember we used to just like kind of fly by the seat of our pants, and I don't mean that in derogatory to any group or anything, Brad. But we <laughs> used to sing the song again. We we used to just you know, and now we've got all these segments that we do. When did that happen? Well, Mr. Holland insisted upon it. You know, Mr. Holland's kind of a douche sometimes, I think. Well, but he does control the account, so. (laughs) Yeah, I remember, man, when he hired us. Do you remember that? Yes. He thought he was super, super cool. Well, you were always his favorite. He never really liked me all that much, but but you were always his, like, golden boy. I don't know. No, that makes sense to me, though. I would think the listeners agree. How many times do you think Mr. Holland has suspended me off the radio and kept you? Quite a few times. And, and I mean, we've been kicked off stations. He's suspended you multiple times. Maria stopped cleaning the the studio because of you. (laughs) Well, anybody that knows me knows that I'm really hard to to work for whatever brad you know what i'm i'm looking i'm i'm looking at the show i'm looking at some of the stuff it's going to be a great one i want everybody to stick around and check it out we're going to go to the top 25 countdown right now at number 25 this is john langston now you know you listen to cranked up country and we will be back in just a few minutes Hey, where's the music? Eh, we thought you might ask. Some lawyer in New York won't let us play it over the internet. Check our radio schedule at crankedupcountryradio.com. That was Red Clay Union with Homegrown. This is Cranked Up Country, and we appreciate you listening to us on this great station. Brad, you know, sometimes sometimes when things go bad or they're just not going your way or, or whatever, you can just call it something totally different and, and everything just... Does a 180 and you just go the opposite direction. It, it right. fixes it. You just it. speak. You speak positive words and don't don't dwell on the negativity. 
So we've been talking about how crappy California has gotten and how awful the city of San Francisco has become over the past few few years. I mean, we, we've been talking about it for a while, the homelessness, drugs, crime. There are 60 cars smashed and robbed every single day in San Francisco now. It's that ridiculous. Well, okay? well, well, well. And in Chicago, there's 60 shot almost every day. So, you know, <laughs> you know, case sarah, sarah, you know what I mean? Well, actually, it's not Chicago or St. Louis that has the highest property crime rate of any city. It's San Francisco. Okay. Well, their their board of supervisors has decreed that we'll get rid of felons. We'll no longer <laughs> call them convicted felons. They're justice-involved individuals. That solved it all right there, Curtis. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, you don't look at them the wrong way when they come in and, and you call them a felon. They, they don't put it on the application anymore, Brad. They, you know, right. They, yeah. don't need, you don't even have to write that down. Well, as it, as it happens, Curtis, the people that the crimes are committed against, guess what? They're also justice-involved individuals, but they don't care about that. But, Curtis, we've come up with a list to help out the city. We convicted felons we've got to go further than that so here is our list drug dealers will now be called freelance pharmacists nice murderers pro bono end of life coaches (laughs) arsonists will be temperate landscape artists rapists Unplanned virtue interventionists. <laughs> Illegal aliens will be refugees of non existent wars. Hang on, that's already been done. Uh, burglars, unknown valuable stuff borrowing house guests. <laughs> Thieves, ownership reassignment specialist or possession confused. Homeless will be unintentional outdoor enthusiasts. Graffiti will be considered exterior canvasless art. Robbers will be unsolicited donation collectors, and carjackers will be self-employed, unlicensed parking attendants. Nice! Public defecation will be outdoor janitorial job creators. (laughs) And victims will be unwilling incident attendees. No doubt, right? (laughs) But here's the big one. Here's the big one. Californians will now be known as idiots. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I think that one's the most appropriate. I do, too. I do, too. Yeah, what is up with these folks that... is that I, really? I, I hear this stuff, and I think we desperately needed Trump when we got him. Oh my God! Could you imagine? Can you? Can you I, imagine what's going to happen if if he's not reelected? <laughs> oh my Lord! It's cr- it really is, folks. We're going back to the top twenty-five countdown at number twenty-three. This is Rachel Reinert. All we have. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Varmints, whatever they are, some of y'all got a cousin that'll eat them. What is this? Groundhog? Oh, raccoon. Hmm. Cranked up country radio. At number 21, that was Gord Bamford with Redneck. This is Cranked Up Country. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, Brad, you know, they say that that the English language is one of the hardest languages on the planet to learn. It it really is. And that's funny. That's why the the last segment where we renamed things using the same language, why that's possible. But it really is a strange language. I mean, people usually learn it in other countries as a second language for professional reasons. 
Also, it's the only one with a spelling system so terrible that spelling words correctly is nationally broadcast competition. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Like, there's no other language you even hear about that, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, and then you have things like, like contractions where you put two words together, but they mean the same thing as the two words that you could have just said separately. It's one of the weird quirks of this language weave. <laughs> See, it doesn't fit. You have to say this language we have. So, but but I saw this and I thought this was funny. Let me give you an example of how strange our language, our, our words are. There's a word, defenestration. Have you even ever heard of that? No, I haven't. No, I hadn't either. It's the action of throwing someone out of a window. <laughs> I didn't know there was a word for that. Did you? No, absolutely not. But we still say things like the day after tomorrow. And I thought, it's funny that there's not a word for that to, to make that simpler. But you know me, I research. And I found out that there is. It's overmorrow. Overmorrow. There's even one the day before yesterday, which is air yesterday. And the reason that those aren't more common is because the guy that came up with those two words was defenestrated from a window in a <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but here's another thing. Think of this. You have the word horror and horrible and horrific. And then you have terror and terrible and terrific. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Dude. I feel bad for foreigners that have to learn this language. I feel bad for me right now having to listen to this. I, <laughs> I, I really... Funny. Dude, I re I remember in school, I remember we had this teacher that was like, okay, well, let's do like, you know, like uh, there, there, and there, you know, and all this and that. And, and dude, we cranked them out just one after another after another until we got like a hundred on there. And then she's like, okay, now write sentences for all of the, you know, screw you, Brad. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> you don't want to be taught English. Taking flashbacks to the third grade. Anyway, this is Corey Morrow. Let's take this outside or whatever word it is for that. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Where the hell did the music go? Go to crankedupcountryradio.com and find a radio station in your area that carries us. That was Brandon Ratcliffe, Slow Down Hometown. You are listening to Cranked Up Country. Thank you so much for tuning in. Brad, we got to talk about Hogfest. We had this big... Uh, Big four-day music festival, bike rally, all kinds of stuff. Stars came in. It was it was awesome. Dude, I drove in. I, I flew into El Paso, and then I drove in. As I'm pulling up, I'm like, okay. I told Curtis, I think we need more stuff to do at the event. And I pull up, and it looks like a state fair. <laughs> it was, <laughs> like, it was, my God. It was huge. I mean, this we had... We had 24-foot video screens on top of the building. We had vendors. It was, I mean, like 14,000 people came. It was crazy fun. We had a good time. And we had some celebrity guests, Brad, one of one of whom uh, offered some uh, comic relief for, for the crew, at least, and, and some of the people, I guess. Really did. I feel bad. Like, I want to help him out. But, you know, wrestling, I guess, does a lot to you, hurts your body, whatever, and then more poor people after they you know have ended the majority of the peak of the career ah it just wasn't good curtis all right so buff bagwell came right buff bagwell nice guy i mean we we great guy we we hung out and everything but you know i 
the guy was a little lit. Let's just let's just put it mildly, Brad. He was a, a little. He was a little lit. Um, I think you busted him in our RV, like it was I, I, our our trailer. We got the trailer, you know, behind the center there, and I walked back there, and I'm like, why is it moving like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he had a little he had a little groupy action going on, and then so so that, but then he went out like there the bikini contest was going on, and he and he went out there and he was like kind of stumbling around and and, and kind of making a fool out of himself. Brad, I got almost knocked one of the you know almost knocked thousand dollar motorcycles over. Yeah, almost knocked over one of the Harley Davidsons, and and so Clean Rock won Ink Master Champion, who we've been having a, a fun time with up to this point. He videos it and puts it on Instagram on the little 24-hour thing. Dude, in an hour, it had like 80,000 views. I mean, totally ruined Buff's career in one little shot of him doing a bikini contest thing, which he had no business doing. I hope it didn't ruin everything. I I hope he's doing well. I can't imagine that it couldn't. Dude, like 80,000 views in like an hour on Clean Rock One's Instagram page. It It was insane. We, dude, we, we got so much to talk about Hogfest. I don't know if we're doing another segment about it or not, but... Uh, we'll try. We'll try. Folks, we got to go to music right now. It's the Top 25 Countdown at number 19. This is Cole Swindell, Drinking Hours. We'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to Cranked Up Country. With Brad and Curtis. Cranked Up Country will be right back. A non-attorney spokesperson paid for by the Sentinel Group. Attention military vets and current soldiers who served between 2002 to 2016. Have you or a loved one suffered hearing loss or tinnitus after serving or while serving in the U.S. Armed Forces? You may be entitled to compensation. 3M, the manufacturer of earplugs made for combat, recently paid the government $9.1 million to settle a False Claims Act case for knowingly selling these defective earplugs for over a decade. Specifically, the United States argued that the manufacturer knew their earplugs were too short for proper insertion into users' ears and that the earplugs could loosen and therefore didn't perform properly or reduce noise the way they should have. If you or a loved one suffered hearing loss or tinnitus after serving or while serving in the U.S. Armed Forces, you need to choose the right legal team that has the experience, support staff, and resources to seek the most compensation for your injuries. Call the Sentinel Group now for more information and a free case review. Call 800-533-6462. 800-533-6462. That's 800-533-6462. Guys, by now, you've heard the great news. If you've wanted to try Viagra or Cialis, but were worried about the price, Blue Pills Direct can finally give you the results you've been looking for. Why pay almost $15 per pill when you can get the same results you need for only $2 per pill? That's right. Call today and receive 50 Blue Pills or 50 Yellow Pills for only $99. That's only $2 per pill and saves you almost $500 from your local pharmacy. Why wait? Call 855-407-5744 today and finally have those breathtaking, toe-curling moments again and again. Call 855-407-5744 right now and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. Just call 855-407-5744. That's 855-407-5744. Call 855-407-5744. Because there are some people out there worth more than you. And I'm not talking about money. Wisdom. Beyond Value, from the desk of Mr. Holland. Never trust a man in a wheelchair with 
dirty shoes. At number 18, that was Randy Hauser. No stone unturned. This is Cranked Up Country. Brad, we, we got to get right into this because it's one of our favorite segments now. What is it? Trailer Park Trash of the Week. We've got to talk about the Trailer Park Trash of the Week, you know, because if we didn't, you wouldn't know about it. So what are we talking about? So, according to the Miami Herald, a Muslim airplane mechanic, don't don't call me racist for saying that he's Muslim since he's Muslim, named Abdul Majid Maruf Ahmed Alani, I didn't add any names on that one, was arrested on a sabotage charge accusing him of disabling a navigation system on a flight with 150 people on board uh, before it was scheduled to take off from Miami International Airport earlier this summer. Well, so. but, but Brad, there was a perfectly good explanation for this. Yep, yep. Calm down, you ignorant and unrepentant Islamophobe. So here's here's what happened. American uh-huh. Airlines, it was an American Airlines plane, right, if I remember correctly. Yes. Right. American Airlines had cut back on the overtime. So what he figured, what, this is serious, too. This is what he said. So he, he thought that if he sabotaged the plane, somebody would catch it before it took off, and he would get some overtime hours to fix what he screwed up in the first place and all is well with the world. Right. It, it wasn't uh, terrorism anything. He he actually <laughs> quoted as saying, I wasn't trying to hurt anyone. I just thought it would be amusing to see squiggly contrails in the air like cobra in sky. <laughs> I, you know, ha- how is it not terror? It's terrorism, man. That's terrorism. When you when you're messing with the landing gear and and whatnot, you, you, the, the flight data computer. He he was he's on the no fly list, but he's not on the you can't be a mechanic on the plane list. I, I don't I don't get that. <laughs> you can't fly American Airlines, but damn it, you can work on the planes. I I, I don't get it, man. I yeah, really so don't. he he disabled this flight data computer, and here's the scary part. This would have meant that the pilots had to fly the plane manually. Oh, oh God, could you imagine? Oh, my God, we would have never made it. What was that pilot that landed on the in the river? The uh, Hudson in the Hudson River. Yeah, I don't what know. What was his name? I remember. Yeah. I don't know. Where was he? Like right? that. Sure. Yeah. I can't pronounce, Brad. I, you, you've got the whole Mexican accent thing. I can't do the okay, hick pick. You, the hick pick. You announced the hick pick. Valerie Ponzio with Orale. We'll be back in a few minutes. Hey, where's the music? Eh, we thought you might ask. Some lawyer in New York won't let us play it over the internet. Check our radio schedule at crankedupcountryradio.com. At number 16, that was Bailey Luttrell with Boxes. This is Cranked Up Country. Follow us on social media, Cranked Up Country Radio, or go to crankedupcountryradio.com. Send us a message. We'd love to hear from you, Brad. You know, I'm a little upset now at uh, at President Trump. I really am, and and you know, I, I agree with him on on a lot of stuff. But this 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 is hitting me where it hurts, Brad. I got to be honest. Because Curtis loves his vape, and the Trump administration's going after vape, and they're not banning vape entirely. They're wanting to ban flavored vape. But of course, why would you want to do it? if it didn't taste good. 
So I, I could don't you, get it. Could, could you hear that? I was vaping into the microphone as we. I, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So so yeah. yeah. So you know what? I quit. I actually quit smoking because of the vape I love thing. It. And uh, you know that was what three years ago I think I stopped. So I was smoking like a pack and a half a day, Brad. It was ridiculous. Stunk all the time, and people would be like, "Oh, you smell bad." And I'm like, "I I never knew." You know what? Now that I yeah. don't smoke, and I'm around people that smoke, I'm like, "God, you guys smell like ass." But you know, the vape thing has been really good for me. But now there's been like 400 deaths or something. They they attribute it to vaping, which they're not sure, but they think it was vaping. Well, but uh, they also said that there was THC in every single vape tested on that. And so there's that some added little something. Oh, I don't believe that. But but here's the thing, too. Folks, there's, what, 300 million people in the United States, right? Yeah. And and, and 400 and something died from, from vaping. Supposedly. Even, even if they died from vaping, right? How many are dying from cigarettes every day? A Pro- lot more. Probably a lot more, yeah. I mean, from lung cancer and everything. But, Curtis, what they're going to do, they're going to let you vape. But to discourage children, they're going to require the flavors to be things like bourbon and burnt toast <laughs> or mobile home carpet. Yeah, it's going to... possibly gas stational urinal puck or moose urine. That's probably true. You know, and, and so they're going to make it taste terrible. They're not going to... They can't be any flavored. And and they're going to... Big tobacco, Brad. I think it's all big tobacco. They're like, if you want any more damn money from us, you're going to get rid of this vape stuff. It's ruining our business. I don't know. But uh, I hope they don't do that. I hope they don't ban it. You know what? If it kills you, smoking was going to kill you anyway. We all know it. We all know we're taking our lives in our own hands when we do this, Brad. So, you know... if. <laughs> More power to us if we want to vape, I think. Mm-hmm, I agree. Anyway, we're going to number 15. This is the Josh Abbott Band. A little more you. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Ooh, that tastes like hobo ass crack. Save a horse. Ride a cowgirl. Cranked up country. We'll be right back. That was the Low Down Drifters. Won't find me anymore. Boy, sometimes I wish that was the case, Brad. You're listening to Cranked Up Country. And, uh, you know, it's that part of the show where we're doing uh, doing something cool, Brad. What is it? Wilder Kingdom. Let's, let's hear it. The Bighorn Sheep. Not to be confused with the Cadillac Horn Sheep. Make a sound like a hobo having diarrhea through a tuba. Bighorn sheep are very good at standing extremely still when placed in a trophy room. From the Latin ovus canadensis, meaning small Canadian egg, these sheep are experts at Texas Hold'em poker, though it's very rare to catch them in action. Do you know why, Curtis? No idea. They don't have any hands, Curtis. (laughs) I thought that would be obvious. The cousin to the bighorn sheep is the Siberian snow sheep, a cocaine-dealing communist that will easily cross our southern border with loads of drugs if a Democrat were to win in 2020. In Baja, California, the bighorn sheep are known as Grande Trompeta Huevo Canadien and are known for the delectable street tacos. When confronted in the wild by a bighorn sheep, throw up gang signs. This will confuse the sheep and cause them to reconsider their life choices. <laughs> Most bighorn sheep are trust fund babies, thanks to their great-great-grandfather receiving royalties for his likeness on Dodge trucks. 
Sometimes in the Rocky Mountains, if you see a small <laughs> dust devil or tornado, it's not the weather. It's a bighorn sheep cross-dressing as a Tasmanian devil. Bighorn sheep are very nosy and will look over your shoulder when texting, and I hate that. They would love to do their own texting, but they don't. Do you know why, Curtis? Because they don't have hands. They can't sign cell phone contracts. <laughs> I thought that would be obvious. Bighorn sheep are usually gay. Oh. And cheerful and jolly and joyous and all those other words that are synonyms for happy. Big horn sheep. And that ends another segment <laughs> oh, of Wilder Kingdom. What the hell are we doing on Wilder Kingdom, Brad? <laughs> I'm going to look back on this and enjoy learning about bighorn sheep. I That's d- what we're doing, Curtis. I never knew bighorn sheep had, had so much going for them. So much. I mean, I, if they could sign cell phone contracts, you and, know. And they're gay. You said they were gay. And they're gay and cheerful. <laughs> Folks, this is Scott Stevens. I feel good. You're listening to Cranked Up Country. We'll be back in a few minutes. Where the hell did the music go? Go to crankedupcountryradio.com and find a radio station in your area that carries us. At number 13, that was Morgan Wallen chasing you. This is Cranked Up Country. And, and Brad, you know, a while back we talked about uh, Rand Paul and, and this waste book, right, that, he, that he, he was talking about all the stuff that the government wastes money on. I love it. And he does an annual book and talks about the things that we shouldn't be spending money on, but we are. And so we're going to go over a few of those right now, right? Yeah, he's got his uh, summer edition 2019 of the Waste Book, and he he actually talks about $50 billion worth of wasteful spending. Curtis, we spent $2 million to help the Tunisian people trust their new democracy. I'm not even getting to trust their government. We spent $2 million. Hell, we just passed the 18th anniversary of 9-11, and our democratically elected Congress has a Muslim woman that married her brother to immigrate to the U.S. that says some people did some things about 9-11. I don't trust our democracy. I think they should give me $2 million. Boy, ain't that the truth. Jeez. And uh, since 2011, we've actually spent... Uh, 1.4 billion in Tunisia doing this. Basically, we handed them Cowboy Stadium and go, eh, like your government. We spent $100,000 to help underwrite film productions in Pakistan. In Afghanistan, we spent $43 million for a natural gas filling station in a country where there are no naturally ga- natural gas-powered vehicles. <laughs> $60 million for an uninhabitable, uh, uninhabitable hotel in Kabul. And $28 million for new camouflage military uniforms designed to mimic, it, mimic a forest environment. In the desert. For use in Afghanistan. <laughs> in the where desert. they don't have forests. <laughs> we converted an abandoned mental hospital into a DHS headquarters for the low, low price of $2.1 billion. We supported green growth in Peru for $10 million. We fixed vehicles in New York City falsely claimed as damaged by Superstorm Sandy. $5.3 million, Curtis. <laughs> and, you know, they know about this stuff, Brad. That, that's what's so bad, is they know that this stuff is a bunch of BS, and they spend it anyway. 
$466,991 to study frog mating calls in Panama. <laughs> it's crazy. That's it, folks. <laughs> frog mating calls in Panama. Oh, my God. On that note, we're going back to the top 25 at number 12. This is Dawson Edwards. Somebody had to. We'll be back in a few minutes. Crank it up, country. In Carlsbad, the premier venue for any event is the Walter Gerald's Performing Arts Center. Big name artists to a huge roster of seminars and expos have all had their events right there. And guess what? So can you. Weddings, reunions, company Christmas parties? If you're the one in charge, call today and see how easy and affordable the Walter Gerald's Performing Arts Center really is. 575-208-6208 or go online to carlsbadentertainment.com. Your event is better at the Walter Gerald's Performing Arts Center. Paid for by the City of Carlsbad Lodgers Tax. Paid non-attorney spokesperson paid for by the Sentinel Group. Attention military vets and current soldiers who served between 2002 to 2016. Have you or a loved one suffered hearing loss or tinnitus after serving or while serving in the U.S. Armed Forces? You may be entitled to compensation. 3M, the manufacturer of earplugs made for combat, recently paid the government $9.1 million to settle a False Claims Act case for knowingly selling these defective earplugs for over a decade. Specifically, the United States argued that the manufacturer knew their earplugs were too short for proper insertion into users' ears and that the earplugs could lose and therefore didn't perform properly or reduce noise the way they should have. If you or a loved one suffered hearing loss or tinnitus after serving or while serving in the U.S. Armed Forces, you need to choose the right legal team that has the experience, support staff, and resources to seek the most compensation for your injuries. Call the Sentinel Group now for more information and a free case review. Call 800-533-6462. 800-533-6462. That's 800-533-6462. Non-attorney paid spokesperson. Could your house go into foreclosure? Are you behind on your mortgage payments? Foreclosure protection services can help save your home as they specialize in foreclosure assistance. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, or been the victim of a predatory loan, call foreclosure protection services now at 800-298-3315. Their network of attorneys and their agents are available to speak to you now. Call foreclosure protection services now at 800-298-3315. That's 800-298-3315. Because there are some people out there worth more than you. And I'm not talking about money. Wisdom beyond value from the desk of Mr. Holland. Part of me says I need to quit drinking like this. The other part says don't listen to him, he's drunk. Ooh, is that Mr. Holland? Yes, please have a seat as we review your HOFAX. Number 11, that was Trey Landon, loved by a country boy. This is Cranked Up Country. Brad, you know, sometimes there's, uh, sometimes you look at your bank account, right, and some maybe you got ripped off, and other times, maybe there's a little surprise in there for you. Yeah, this couple had a surprise. I've had a surprise where in Vegas, my bank was like, oh, one of the $100 bills you deposited was fake, so we took 100 out of your account. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Give me the money back. I'll spend it somewhere else. Anyway, a Pennsylvania couple is facing felony theft charges after they spent $120,000 that was accidentally deposited to their bank account. Did you know that's a felony? Well, how did they know? Maybe they signed up for some kind of like publisher's clearinghouse and direct deposited some money in there. How did they know? 
You know, how do you know? You want, hopefully they come to our door soon. We're going to spend it. The couple bought an SUV, two four wheelers, a camper, a car trailer, and gave $15,000 to friends and family. (laughs) <laughs> Generous folk there with other people's money. No, but, you know, it was good that they bought some transportation, Brad. Any aspect that they needed to go on any kind of trail, they, they could do that with the SUV, the four-wheelers, or whatever. They, they had it covered. But, and I knew this was illegal, but at the same time, like, it depends on the amount of money that was in the account on how I would handle it. <laughs> like, 120000 I'm like, ah. This sucks, but I'm gonna have to tell somebody. Twelve million. I'm like, okay, um, we gotta go. <laughs> it's like I hear the Philippines is nice this time of year, and I'm gonna build a home, and I'm gonna Kevin be it all day long right over there in the yeah. Uh, yeah so have, long, America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt, right? Twelve million. I would, I would probably have to split. They should have said when when they got busted for this, and they're like, well, it was accidentally put in your account, but you're not allowed to spend it. And they should have said. We accidentally spent it. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't know. We didn't know we didn't have the funds in there. We, I, yeah, totally an accident. My my credit card kept falling into the machine. <laughs> it just kept giving us money. We didn't know what the hell was going on. So <laughs> we're going to a hick pick right now. This is Ryan Langdon, lit in the sticks. We'll be back in a few minutes. Hey, where's the music? Eh, we thought you might ask. Some lawyer in New York won't let us play it over the internet. Check our radio schedule at crankedupcountryradio.com. And number eight, that was Dean Brody, Whiskey in a Teacup. This is Cranked Up Country, and we're doing that part of the show. Brad, what is it? We ain't bull pooping ya. We ain't bull pooping ya? I don't know what it is. They're going to tell me right now. Nobody lets me know ahead of time. What's the subject? Superbia. Superbia Credit Union, Curtis. Superbia. <laughs> okay, what? Tell, give me the scoop, man. Give me the scoop. You have to leave your deposits in the back. Curtis. Oh, oh, come on now. We it's don't... the first ever gay bank. <laughs> I love the innuendo. That's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm not even kidding. We ain't bull pooping you. There's a, there's a proposal to have a gay bank. Because apparently gay people think if they go in, like as a couple, to get a loan, that somebody is going to bend them over and screw them with the rate. <laughs> with the rate. <laughs> and I've actually, you know, you know, I have something to do with banking. It's not even remotely possible, people. And we're all trying to make profit in banking. We don't care who you are, where you're from, or what you do in your bedroom. We aren't trying to screw you over, okay? So it's insane. And the, the crazy thing about this is I'm like, isn't that totally illegal to have like a gay bank? You can't say, hey, this is a straight bank. But it, it's it really is. It's superbia credit union. <laughs> is, the, is, is the deposit re- window really in the back? It's in the back of the building. Oh, oh Jesus, in the back of the building. I can't. Shall I sing the song? LGBT. <laughs> Oh, God, we're so canceled. We're getting so canceled. I I just, I'm like, there's really bank stereotypes. I mean, I understand bank of homophobia might not be the best place to go if you're gay. But is there really one out there that cares what you do in the bedroom? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Everything is about that now, Brad. You know that. 
everything. It does. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, you drive your car with not enough tread on the tires, and you're some kind of racist. Who knows what they're going to bring out next time? You know, it's it's hard to say anymore. Woohoo! Cindy Lou, you cash a check, yay! They're going to tear for you when you're at the inside. When you're depositing in the back. At number seven, this is Chris Jansen waiting on five. We'll be back in a few minutes. And now, secrets from inside cranked up country. Curtis loves the color pink and Brad loves avocado toast. Which is like avocado spread on whole wheat bread for nine bucks. This is cranked up country. That was Kelsey Ballerini, Homecoming Queen. This is Cranked Up Country. I wonder if that was offensive, Brad. Homecoming that Queen. That was you offensive. You Who's a queen? Don't call me a queen. I can't believe Kelsey Ballerini called her song Queen. Anyway, anyway, it's time for the joke of the week. Hit it, Brad. A father put his three-year-old daughter to bed, told her a story, and listened to her prayers, which she ended by saying, God bless mommy, God bless daddy, God bless grandma, and goodbye grandpa. The father asked, why'd you say goodbye grandpa? The little girl said, I don't know daddy, it just seemed like the thing to do. The next day, grandpa died. (laughs) The father thought it was a strange coincidence. A few months later, the father put the girl to bed and listened to her prayers, which went like this. God bless mommy, God bless daddy, goodbye grandma. The next day, the grandmother died. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, thought the father. (laughs) This kid is in contact with the other side. Several weeks later, when the girl was going to bed, the dad heard her say, God bless mommy and goodbye, daddy. He practically went into shock. He couldn't (laughs) sleep all night, got up at the crack of dawn to go to his office. He was nervous as a cat all day. Had lunch, sent in, and watched the clock. He figured if he could get by until midnight, he would be okay. He felt safe in the office, so instead of going home at the end of the day, he stayed there, drinking coffee, looking at his watch, and jumping at every sound. Finally, midnight arrived. He breathed a sigh of relief and went home. When he got home, his wife said, I've never seen you work so late. What's the matter? He said, I don't want to talk about it. I've just had the worst day of my life. She said, You think you had a bad day? You'll never believe what happened to me. This morning, the UPS guy dropped dead on our porch. Oh. Ah, I I get it. I get it. I got it. I got it on the first time, Brad. That was awesome. Hey, guys, I want to tell you. We're going to be putting a lot of pictures and stuff up about Hogfest, and I, I got to take my dude, Hayden Kaufman, Smith and Wesley, oh, yes, uh, Hillbilly Vegas, Adam Wakefield, I, all these guys crushed it at Hogfest. And, you know, one of the cool things is, is we recorded everything, Brad, so we're going to be releasing some of this stuff with their permission, of course. And Those uh, recordings awesome ivan did a great job our sound guy is phenomenal so you know what brett we might even play some of that on the show in the coming weeks so wouldn't that be cool yeah you'd be it'd be like you were there kind of except you weren't right but you weren't get there next time folks at number five this is abby anderson with good lord we'll be back in a few minutes brad and curtis funny redneck different This is Cranked Up Country. 
Aww, yeah. My child and I were driving late at night on a deserted road in Texas when we came across a van full of money with the driver dead from an apparent heart attack. That's when I decided I had to teach my son a lesson that day. Son, I said, lift with your legs, not with your back. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. Brad, you know what? We had we had a good show. I had a lot of fun. We talked about a lot of stuff. What? Tell me, before we go any further, what was in the Crank Up 5? Number 5. Abby Anderson with Good Lord. Number four, Luke Combs slipped to number four with Beer Never Broke My Heart. Number three, Blake Shelton with God's Country. Number two, Hunter Hayes up with One Good Reason. And still at number one, Dallas Smith with Drop. So did you watch the debate again this week, Brad? I mean, it, it went on. It's... I've seen the circus before. It's mind-numbing. I can get through. Seriously, I can get through about five minutes of it, and then I, I I can't watch anymore. It's 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 insane. Some of the stuff that they're saying. I would much rather listen to or watch Wilder Kingdom. What did you think about the Pittsburgh Steelers? I would much rather watch or listen to Wilder Kingdom. And <laughs> and, dude, real quick, because we got to wrap it up. We've only got about a minute. What do you think about Antonio Brown? Because I know he's your I favorite. I think it's hilarious. I'm, I'm. What's crazy is watch all these accusations, and the Patriots are still going to get to play him. Oh yeah. And then as soon as they cut him, then the NFL will suspend him. <laughs> well, I got to be honest. I don't like Antonio Brown. I don't like what he did. I don't like uh, all the moves with team to team and all that stuff. Right. But I don't. I don't believe. I don't. I just don't believe. I this. don't believe the accuser on this one either. It's garbage. She's she's full of baloney. I think so, man. Why would you go and back? Not Antonio Brown's baloney. <laughs> Why would you go back four times? That's all <laughs> I'm gonna say. Anyway, folks, you know what? We appreciate you listening to Cranked Up Country. Be sure and go to CrankedUpCountryRadio.com. Find us on social media. All of that good stuff. And uh, Brad, I am out of here. Thanks for coming back this week. I thought you quit. Hey, thank you guys for listening. Aloha. This episode of Cranked Up Country is a production of Metal Shop Live Incorporated. All rights reserved 2019. Starring your host, Curtis McKinney and Brad Hennington. Social media guru, Joanna Lewis. Video producer, Adam Garcia. Executive producer, Brandon Smitherman. And from the Emmy-winning guy that makes the rest of us sound terrible, the show imaging and voice talent of Andy Sefnauer. The preceding program was a poorly paid presentation for this broadcaster. The information and biased opinions herein are solely those of the individual who couldn't manage not to say it and are not the opinions of this station, its affiliates, management, or employees. Consumer complaints may be directed to the nearest brick wall or gently placed where the sun don't shine.